Tani Perchofei Tammuz is chapter 9 of Igeres HaTshuva. In chapter 9, the Altarebbe continues the idea of Tshuva Yilah, which he began to explain in chapter 8. And he explains the methodology through which one accomplishes Tshuva Yilah through learning Torah, which has already been discussed in the end of last year, but with more depth and more understanding of the process of what's being accomplished. So as al mentioned in chapter 7, in chapter 8, that the concept of Tshuva Yilah is to restore the person back to the state that they were before they were blown out, so to speak, from God. Meaning the start, the point of where the Neshama is a complete part of Elikus, and therefore the only thing the Neshama has is an expression of Elikus. This has to come only after once one has cl- cleared up all the the Avedis and so on and so forth, the Chatoim that has created the blockage, through Chuvatato. And once there's been the rectification on the level of Chuvatato, then one could reach Chuvilo. But essentially, the concept of Chuvilo is where the person is experiencing not themselves as being in a Shama Beguf, as being a person with a Metzius, as feeling their own existence and so on and so forth, yet at the same time committing themselves to a relationship with God. But rather, the experience of Tshuva Yilah is the concept where the person feels complete oneness with Hashem. There is no Metzius of the self of the person, which as explained in last year, is the idea of Ayin, of where the person goes back from his Yesh to a state of Ayin, where he resort, restores that self of the Eibishter, the point of where he's just one with the Eibishter. And this concept is something which is only accomplished through a very deep process of connection which comes through Moichin, which comes through Bina, as the Altareb explained that the concept of Bina is this ability to connect to understanding the Ebesha on a very deep level. And the Altareb explains in today's Tanya a lot more of this concept. The Altareb explains that Bina, which is Tshuva Yilah, is the concept of Eim Rivetzes Ala Freichem. In other words, we've explained, the Altareb explained to us that Bina refers to the Hey of Yudke. And how the hey here, the hey law is being, is affecting the person because it's connecting to the seichel of the person. Torah is the seichel of Hashem using seichel. And in the seichel, the person identifies the truth from an absolute state, from a certain state, from a place of where he identifies the truth for the seichel. And since seichel is ultimate state of seichel is bitul, seichel doesn't have any netias, doesn't have any ulterior motives. It's not gener- motivated by emotional desires or by emotional interests. It's pure, the, it's there for the purity, the, the, the pristine truth. And therefore, when one is using their seichel, obviously in a proper way, to understand Hashem and connect Hashem, which is the Hei Yilah, then they have the ability to truly connect to Hashem for on the true level, not from an emotional, subjective level, but on a true, absolute level. However, the accomplishment of this is not su- sufficient because that means there's a part of the person, the seichel of the person, let's say, which is connected to Hashem on that level. But it doesn't, if it doesn't translate back into the person's midas and kreches and, and, and all the aspects of the person, so there's sort of like two different people here. There's the part that has no is the bittel side of the person, and then there's the yesh side of the person where it's all about themselves, so they could feel close to Hashem, they could have a relationship with Hashem. But that relationship, that closeness to Hashem is selfish. It's still st- stemming from a place of yesh, a state of Metzius. So that's not Shuvilo yet. That's not that connection back to the where it was before Kaidim, before the, the Neshama was blown out of the Abishter. 
So for that, the Abishir, for that relationship with the Abishir, the Atreb explains that Shuvi is the Aim Rivetis which means that through Bina, which is a depth of appreciation, of understanding of Hashem, the Tuv Tamvodas. So that leads to a person recognizing that Hashem is Kihuchayacha, that God is the source of our life, God is the truth, there is no truth but Hashem. And therefore, Seichel dictates that we should love Hashem. In other words, the Av of the year that's stemming from Seichel, as Altareb already explained this concept in Lakuti Amorim, Altareb there explained that there's a difference between Av of the year Tivim versus Av of the year Sichlim. And the difference is that Av of the year Tivis is sort of like an in between that revealed to bring out one's true love and connection to Hashem, so you feel closeness, you feel a certain Av, you feel a certain level of closeness, but it's still the person retains and maintains a certain mitzvah of himself. There's a natural feeling of himself, but that mitzvah is connected to Hashem, motivated to Hashem. But it's not the bittel, complete bittel of where the neshama's only identity is b'terem shenivcha, the way it was before it was blown into out of the Abishter. Versus avavir sichlim is generated purely from the absolute, absolute truth, the hasoka sa'emes, the recognition of the truth, the state of ayin, where there is nothing but the Abishir. So that emotional attachment now that a person has, which is stemming purely from the seichel, from the bina, then the person's emotional connection to Hashem is from an absolutely true state. It's not from a selfish mitzvistic place. You could have in a relationship where a person feels close to their spouse, to their loved ones, etc. But it's not coming necessarily from the other person. It's not an absolute truth where you feel this is what you need to be. You need to feel love. You feel love because you enjoy it. You love because you appreciate it. You love because you understand the person on some level. But when it comes from a place of seichel, from that state of bittel, from that state of ayin, when you think about it, then you when you penetrate, it penetrates deep into you. So then, when it comes to the Abishir, it automatically brings out with you sort of like you 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 force yourself. You behechrich almost. They have to love Hashem. Again, this doesn't mean that you're suppressing or, or imposing, I should say, a love of, of the Abishur. On the contrary, it's the natural outcome that one will have is that now he recognizes God is Hayecha, God is my life, God is my everything. And therefore, just like I love my life, I love God, as Altarebbe explained in the earlier chapters in the Amar, which essentially is the point of Chuviyullah. Because as Altarebbe is explaining here, the concept of Chuviyullah, which comes as a result of first Chuvatatov, Tikkun Hachet, and the Yichud Neflot that's accomplished through it, through the greatness of the person's status. And now the Oisei Mokim, as the Gemara calls it in Yuma, the very place that the person was prior is a whole new, he's in the same space, so to speak, but on a whole different level. He's right now no more in that space of being in the state of Chet, or the level of where he has connection to the Chet. He's on a different level. But that's still not sufficient, because if he just transcends his space, transcends that Mokim, transcends his place, and he doesn't bring it back down to the same space of where he was. In other words, like this, a person sometimes could, you know, we do have errors, we do tshuva, and it could be a real sincere tshuva, we realize that Ebeshir is chayenu and chayecha, and all of these levels, but it remains distant, it's like the person who knows that he should stop smoking cigarettes, intellectually he understands, everything intellectually proves and justifies for him to stop smoking, but then the emotions don't get changed. So you could have a level of tshuva that is like the person is like transcending, removing himself from the mocking from the space that he's been in, the space that's caused him to sin. What caused him to sin? The gasas aklipus, the ego, the sensual self, as Altareb explained in chapter 7. So if you don't break that, if you don't bring back down that the person is now completely given over to the Abishir, but Isay Mokim in the same space of where he committed the sin, he didn't really accomplish the Shuvi law aspect. And that's why the Altareb here explains that the ultimate purpose of Bina is the Eim Rebetzah Salaf that the Yud K, the He, which is Bina, translates back into the Vav, 
which represents the hamshacha, the drawing down from the seichel into the midas, that now the person b'midas shibalef, his emotional state is absolutely one with Hashem as well. That his love to the Abishir, his connection to the Abishir, his relationship is not just because he recognizes that this is what he should be doing and he feels the Rachmanis, as mentioned earlier chapters of his Nefshalakis, but rather this is he knows is the truth. With this, Al-Turba then goes on to explain that this is the main idea of Abba in general. What's love? True love is where a person's whole mitzvah is, is the other person. In other words, they mimic the other person. They act like the other person. They, they, they become totally in sync with the other person. You find that in a relationship, you spend enough time with someone that you literally start taking on the other person's way, the habits and, and idiosyncrasies and even feelings and, and way of thinking. That's a sign of true, being truly in sync. On the level of the neshama, what that means is that the neshama was this way naturally based on the way it was kaidim before it was blown from the Abishter. In other words, before it was blown out. In that state, the neshama was just an expression of God. So whatever God's expression is that we're aware of, as the al says, that Abishir is compassionate. So automatically the neshama is compassionate. The neshama's thoughts the whole day and his machshav, his midas, his levush, machshav, the are all just about the Abishter. Because there is no other mitzvah, there's only Abishir. The person, the Nesham, is fully back in that state of where the only mitzvah the person has is the mitzvah of Hashem, the expression of Hashem, the gili of Hashem. His machshav is with Abishir, his machshav is deeper, his is deeper, which is Torah, learning Torah, halacha, the maises, the maises of mitzvahs, etc. This is all the truth of a relationship, the ultimate element of a dveikus, not a heskashas, but a dveikus and a unification through love. This is true love. Otherwise, you don't really have true love. You know, you could say you love someone or you love something. What's the difference between loving something and loving someone? Loving something, it's on your terms. When you love someone, it's not on your terms. It's where you become completely now vulnerable. You become completely, you lose yourself. Your identity is no more you. It's not about you anymore. It's about the other person. So this is the true depth of tshuva law. True depth of tshuva law, which is the ultimate accomplishment of tshuva, is where we restore and connect back to the state of v'term shenavcha, the place where we were, ultimately just an expression of God. And that expresses itself in all aspects of our life, not just in seichel, but in midas and in machshav and deeper maisa. We fully become now just one mitzvah of the Abishter. That's the first half of the parak. The second half of the parak is Al-Treb explains how even if someone does an Aveda, like Hetzar Zelvatol or Aroyis, or any Isser that's related to sexual prohibitions, so there, the Tshuva Tatel is not sufficient. As we brought from the Zoyar, that the Zoyar says that Tshuva doesn't work for these Aveda. So Al-Treb says it's not that that Tshuva doesn't work, but Tshuva Tatel is not sufficient. You need even tshuva, you need more, you need Tshuva Yilam. The reason is, because these Averas primarily affect not only the Midas. Usually an Avera comes from an emotional place. You're not in a healthy place. You're not happy with yourself. You know, there's a certain mo- deep temptation and, and so on and so forth. So you get trapped by the temptation, the Yetzirah, etc., which is all Yetzirah is a Midas, is an emotional thing. So your emotions get the best of you and takes you over and you can't control them. You can't have that impulse control. So most Averis fall under that category. So therefore, if you do a Tshuva Tata, usually those Averis are cleansed, are clean. And then with the Tshuva Yilah, you restore your Midas back to the way it should be, that it's no more connected to your selfish self, to your selfish self, but rather it's connected to the Abishur, which is the ultimate of who you are, the Beterim Shinovcha state. That's what you want to accomplish, that your Midas should be restored to that level, the concept of Ba'isei Mokim. However, certain Averis, sexual Averis, the Averis that are related to the sexual prohibitions, those Averis impact not just the emotion, they're not just coming from an emotional place, they're coming from a deep moichen, because as we know, the concept of having children, 
which represents the concept of having intimacy and, 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 and sexual pleasure and arousement, all stemming from the seichel. That's why a father, the child, is mezer ha'av, comes from the father, which stems from the brain, as Altrev explained in the Kuti Amar, chapter 2. So essentially, all of sexual desires impacts the brain, stems from the brain, is motivated by the brain. So we get caught up on the infatuation, on the taiva part, on the emotional part. But w- when you think about it deeper, it impacts, it's, 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 if you want to say it's a, the, 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 human, the, the human side of it on a deepest level is that, that level that comes from evolution, which is the concept that we want to reprocreate, we want to have more children, and therefore this taiva just grows and grows. It comes to a point we don't recognize the source, but in its source, it stems from wanting to have offspring, which is stemming from the brain. And that's why we actually see that a person who actually is so involved in this pleasure-seeking of sexual desire, there's a, there's a fogginess that invades the person's brain. The brain now shuts down, doesn't function properly. They're constantly stimulated by negative thoughts and negative imagery that the person's brain is not functioning properly. Therefore, says al Rebbe, what one needs to do to fix these avaris, you need the level of tshuvi law, because tshuvi law is primarily through Torah, learning Torah. As al Rebbe is going to explain in tomorrow's shir, in chapter 10, that through Torah, there's the ultimate level, there's two levels, there's Torah and Tvila. Tvila is the beginning stages of getting into Tshuvila. But since Torah, and Torah is dealing from Chochmah, it's dealing with the levels of the brain, so through during t- learning Torah properly, you have this concept of rectifying the Tshuvila. Through Tshuvila, you have the possibility of rectifying this, these various these sexual prohibitions. And Al-Tarebbe proves this concept from a number of statements of Chazal, and even Psukim, that we find that Torah is a way of, of, of affecting pure Shuva, true kapara, and therefore through that we have the ability to even rectify the worst seemingly avarice, and that's why this that it says There's nothing that holds back chuvas because at the end of the day, even these avarice which seemingly don't have chuva, they do. If you connect back to chuvi law, that takes care of everything. There is the question at the end of the day. This parak is dealing with chuvi law, which refers to where the person is completely cleansed from all those avaris, and only afterwards could he start being connected to chuvi to chuvi law back to the state of term shenevcha. But here, these avaris of sexual desire, seemingly the person is still not cleansed. So the Rebbe deals with that in the Sicha, where he explains how really, on the contrary, this represents the ultimate of where the person is being restored to the ultimate level. Because still, there's a chuvi tato aspect even by these avaris. Writes in a number of places the bina, the concept of bina, which is the heilah yichuvila, refers to chuvila. The ha'aim rebetes alafrechem, and as the pasuk says until him, the mother, which refers to bina, is hovering over the frechem, which is the emotions. Now I know this is shaitei mishmas bein megadol sashem amokas adas when one penetrates deeply into the thinking about the greatness of Hashem. Deep penetration and understanding, he gives birth to the levels of the to Avavir, which is intellectually stimulated, but with a deep understanding and a connection. You love God because He's your life. In other words, you identify with God as one, as being up you, as being your life force, and therefore your Avavir is from that state of Seichel, which is that state of Bittel, that state of connection from the ultimate truth. And therefore, it's not enough for him to have an emotional attachment just from avativis, which is not generated by seichel. It's coming from seichel, it's megalit, it reveals it, but it's not coming from seichel, meaning it's still selfish, it's still caught up in themselves. Likewise, on the levels of yira, stemming from a healthy, well, coming from a true place. 
The main connection of love, what is real love? Love is that ultimate connection of where there's a sharing of breath to breath, of each party giving one to the other. That's what it says. What does it mean? You love God on the level. That every part of the person's nefesh is completely just functioning and revealing God is a full expression. True love is when each party, the two ends, the two people in the in the connection, in the relationship, are a, a, a mirror and a reflection and an expression of the other. They allow and facilitate the expression of the other. And likewise by God, that every aspect of the person, intellectually, emotionally, and their are all connected to God, emotionally, you're connected to God's emotions, that he's compassionate, intellectually, you're connected to God's intellect, which is delving in Torah, the Torah is like putting halachas, God's words, in our mouth, to give tzedakah to those who are destitute. This is the ultimate true connection that's stemming from love, pure love, is where there's again, there's the expression of, the, of, of Hashem through the person. Not when a person does, it says Allah Taala. Any other sexual iser, whether it's on a biblical or rabbinical level, as we know, the Gemara tells us that sins that are on a rabbinic level are even worse. These things impact the brain. Therefore, a person has to learn Torah, which comes from Chachma, which says, and the proof is this baton yo. In the Medish of Tanvel Yod says, Adam over Aveirim Neschayiv Misal Amokim. First, doesn't have Aveirim Deferis obligated death. It's my Yasev Yechi. What should he do to be to survive to live? Nimi Yeragol Likris Daf Echad Likris Beis Daf. Listen is Perak Echad Yishna Beis Prakim. If he usually learns one Daf, he should learn now two. And uh, if he usually learns one parak, he should learn two Prakim. In other words, you have to do a double than he did before. The Hainu Kemoshel Chaval Nifsak, like a rope that. Get snapped. So if you have two things that, if you have a, a string that ripped, that snapped, so the two ends are going to tie it together. It's not enough to just tie it with a single knot. You have to make a double knot, and the double knot now makes it very, very strong. And this is the explanation, as the Rebbe explains from his father, that the double knot is, is that through Shuvatata and Shuvi law, you now have the very fast, the very tightly fastened thing, and that's those are the two, the double. The repetition of the same thing that you do, but again, on a higher level, is the ultimate rectification. Another proof is because the Pasuk says that with kindness and truth, that vera is forgiven, which is truth is terror. So you see through terror, is an element of truth. The end of the first chapter of Rosh Hashanah, it says about the base Eli, the children of Eli, that sinned by Gilead Royce, at least that's the Pashib Shat in the story. So God says they weren't, weren't going to be forgiven with being Karbanis, but if they learned Torah and Gemil's Chasad, then they would be forgiven. So all this you see, what is being accomplished through Truvi Law and how it's accomplished.